Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. My name is John Sieber. And I'm Kevin James Doyle. And we're here... With our special guest, Katie. Hey. Two Trone. Two I got so nervous. Hi, it's Two Trone. Really? Uh, is, no it Ita- is your last name Italian? <laughs> yeah, it's Sicilian. Katie, uh, before we talk about your Sicilian Italian island heritage, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, a little bit about myself. I like to say I'm a weather influencer. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I. I'm a serious weather junkie. Oh. Um, so my and goal is to, you know, someday before casting everyone's lives through the weather. Okay. I run a weather Instagram. Okay. That's called, how we that's how we yeah. found you through a friend, but your your Instagram, which is very funny. And it's seri- serious seriously serious like, like the like cloud. The, like the serious cloud. And then yesterday. Because I only forecast yesterday's weather. <laughs> like, what else could be more irrelevant? Like, you're already at weather, so it's pretty irrelevant <laughs> to begin with. Um, and yeah. What? Uh, what? What? When? When did you get like a news uh, interest or, or a well, I got, weather interest? It was more the other way around. I got a weather interest through news. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of like news internships, and then I stumbled into the weather woman in Baltimore, and I was like, wow. This this woman's amazing. I mean, she's making her own moving weather graphics. What's going on? And they like, do, yeah. And they they like nothing's there. They're just looking at the screen. Uh-huh. Have you ever done that? It's so it takes so much talent. Really? I, oh yeah. And I I mean yeah, obviously it probably takes a day, but <laughs> for me it was really difficult. Um, and I just it grew on me, and I was like, wow, I really do want to be like Jim Cantori. Do you know? Him? We don't. Know I don't even know. Who he's, he's, he I don't is know he why on, he's the. You know. Is, is he on is he the Weather Channel? He's Michael like, Jordan yeah, of weather? he is the Michael Jordan of weather. He's really? like the nation storm chase. No, no, the world storm we chaser. We need to get Jim Cantori on the, I know. On the pod here. I did look through your Instagram, uh, some of your followers, and there's a few New York weather people that follow you. I I did I did also notice that myself the other day. <laughs> 
um, I was kind of rattled because I was like, do I want them to see yeah. this, this parody? Um, but yeah, I sometimes talk to some actual meteorologists who I think are really. Are you very starstruck when you're talking to meteorologists? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm so not one. <laughs> you, you ever meet Roker? I did when I was like five and I have a VHS or whatever, VCR. Mm -hmm. Um, of me going on like Good Morning America when I was like such a child. So that's like, where it crawl. started. It didn't start in Baltimore. No, I didn't feel anything you... at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was moving for me. I wanted to be like a beekeeper. So. Oh, that's so. Oh funny. yeah, my brother-in-law is a beekeeper. Really? He's the largest family owner. We He's should the largest... keep bees together. We should. Me and you, or your brother-in-law, my brother-in-law and you. Oh, Both. your brother-in-law. Yeah. And I. You guys should. I'm going up there this weekend. Upstate New York, you said? No, Connecticut. He's the yeah. largest family owned uh, beekeeping operation in all of Connecticut. He, have you ever been to Stuart Leonard, Stu Leonard's? It's like a, it's like a upstate grocery store in New York. No, I feel He's, like we've had this conversation. With I think we have had before. this. It's just me. Hey, listen, everybody listen to the podcast right now. Go to full bloom. <laughs> if you want to, if okay, you want, if I'm you want, need to remember this, if you want queen, well, you can uh -huh. just listen to the podcast Yeah, and it'll be on that's, there. That's a good point. Hey, that's we, true. here's, here's, here's a good plug for it. You can subscribe uh -huh. to our Patreon. It's $5 and you get an episode, one extra episode uh every it's, it's every two weeks every two weeks yeah. and or if you go and do the bonus one which is our mr big mm -hmm. which is you just give us a hundred dollars we'll see if anyone ever does it we're looking for a rich but for a big. we will supply you with your sister if you guys give yeah if someone becomes a mr big patreon if you be our big i will give you a squeezable skep which is like, it's like a honey bear, but it's twice what? the size of a honey bear. I'll mail you that of every Connecticut month. wildflower honey. I mean, uh, how many full of these blue skeps do you have? Because I see this blowing up. I see oh, uh, I could waking get, up tomorrow with hundreds of thousands of bigs. I could get a lot. I could get a lot. I, in, it, I'm i in the back of my head now. I'm going to have to give my brother-in-law, like, I'm going to have to give him some sort of like craft beer or some sort of, I'm going to have to work this out with him, but we can make it work. It'll All be right, fine. You heard it here first. Um, also, if you need to buy queens, they, yeah, if you, I mean, if, if I don't need, know any queen producers, but oh, that's really cool. He's got, a, he's got queen. He sells, he sells queens for your hives. How much does that go for? A queen, I think is $16 and he ships them live to your house. Wow. It's a whole deal. It's a whole, he that's puts amazing. Them in, puts I mean, them in I've never gotten cage. queens. I've only like gotten by the box. If you that's need to clean like your hive. Yeah. That's amazing. In your apartment? No. Oh, okay. God, my Wait, so, but like you, uh, so you've been a beekeeper before? Uh-huh. That's amazing. I had them in Baltimore and I had them at school. I was That's... in a undergraduate beekeeping What? Society. So cool. That's oh, incredible. Yeah. Bunch of wizards. That's it was amazing. Cool. It's like Max Fisher. I think he was in the beekeepers. Society yeah. Who's Rushmore. Max Fisher? Rushmore. The oh, yeah, Rushmore. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, how did you first get in watching Sex in the City? Well, I didn't because I haven't recently been watching sex in the city No, like when you first when you first seen it, oh when i was like younger yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the first your first time oh my god or whatever your relationship yeah is what's your it? relationship yeah. to sex in the city okay so my relationship with it is definitely watching random pieces of it um here and there like okay for example my friend was watching it yesterday and i was like that's so funny i'm like about to go talk about it with mm -hmm. A bunch of people who love Sex in the City, <laughs> and and she was like, "Yeah, like I'm just trying to live my life like them now." Oh, your friend like was? The, the the girls. I mean, they're they're definitely an inspiration mm -hmm. for women. 
Yeah, do you on on the dating scene? Yeah, but for me, Broad City is more my inspiration. Shout out to Broad City. Yeah, some people would say Alana. Yeah. So when you were younger and you first like, how old were you when you first saw like first saw it? Were you like were you beekeeping and watching Sex and the City at the same time? (gasps) Is this later? No, this was before beekeeping. I would say it was like thirteen. Oh, so you were? Yeah, I was pretty young. young. Okay. And and you think that shaped your who you are now as a person? Did that um, make um, you want to move to New York? No, it didn't make me want to live to New York. Okay. Um, but I did. I did think about, I guess, like when I was younger. Like it was the first time, like you really like hear that much about like women's sex lives yeah. and like. Well, actually, no, I had because my dad's a urologist. So that's okay. like, you know, <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, but seeing it on TV, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this can't be real. Did you guys have HBO growing up? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I had to sneak over to friends' houses to watch HBO or like a, like on a trip or something. And yeah. Be like, oh, my gosh. But always, I was always so jealous of the people. Well, that shout had out HBO. to Kenny Flick, man. You, you know, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, yeah. he had HBO. He had HBO. I think it was mostly me watching it with other friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like it wasn't really my style. Um, well, if you live in, you know, if you live in, uh, you said you live in Little Italy, right? Yeah. Um, that's right by. Is that not Steve's bar? Yeah, uh, Steve's, bar Steve's, bar. There. Steve's bar. Steve's bar. The bar is called O'Neill's in real life. You right? know, O'Neill's. It's on. It's on. Is this featured in Sex and the City? It is. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's Steve it's a bar owns. Steve owns. Yeah. yeah, we Miranda. haven't gotten there yet, but we just know it happens. It's it's on. It's not. On, I think it's below Grand Street. I think it's maybe okay. it's on. Maybe Grand. it's on Grand. I think it's yeah. on Grand. Yeah. It's Miranda's soulmate. I think I saw the episode I was watching yesterday was when she first meets Steve at the bar. Ooh. Make some comment about a like classic. Butch, yeah. Call yeah. Her such Am I getting that right? Well, yeah, pissa. she's acting okay. like a real pissa. Real pissa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That bar. We went there for like a Cynthia Nixon campaign event. Yeah. Oh, really? I feel like which it was pretty cool. She was a good sport about being like, I'll go to Steve's bar. I'll like do this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But um, yeah, they had a lot of people there. All right. So so uh, this <laughs> season three finale. Finale. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Pressure. Am I allowed to say no. pressure? Yeah, you yeah. can say whatever you, you want. Say, okay. You can say pressure. Don't say yeah. pressure, though. We don't allow that. You don't, yeah. We don't I want mean, this to be chill. There's no pressure. There's pressure. no pressure on this podcast. No pressure. <laughs> the only thing I get is air pressure. But, like, that's always here. <laughs> there you go. Which you is go. what? That's how tornadoes start, right? Yeah, low pressure system. Yeah. Can you provide us with the coolest uh, weather fact that you know? Oh, shit. There's some pressure. Okay. Okay. Um... While you're real thinking, life weather, I, d- I don't even have to think about this. Well, while you're thinking, I'm okay. going to share something cool I'll to have. I'm, I'm originally from <laughs> Chicago and I was down by like Lake Michigan and something came in. They said it was called like an, um, an ammonia front. Have you ever heard of that? Whoa. I'm no. probably going to get fact checked here and it's very okay. wrong, but it got like it went from like a beautiful, nice, sunny day and it dropped like 40 degrees instantly. And it, That's like, a low pressure it was system. insane. Like it just like completely changed from like this beautiful sunny day. All these clouds came. It got like really, really cold and windy. It was one of the wow. gnarliest things I've ever experienced. I mean, anyway, now for some real cool weather. I mean, facts. if this was a video, I could show you how to make a cloud in a bottle. What? But really? like you'd need like a funnel. Okay. And then you have to breathe into it. Okay. 
you know? Yeah. And then you light a match and like only let the smoke go in uh-huh. and then it will form like a little cloud. I'm going to do It's that. not just smoke. It like, like looks like a cloud. That's like a Bill Nye you can look trick. Up, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty dope. What kind of cloud is it in, in the bottle? <laughs> it's not like a Nimbus or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cumulonimbus. But that brings me to the lenticular cloud, which is the, these clouds that look like flying saucers. They actually look so creepy and they really? form at the tops of mountains. Okay. Wow. Why do they form at the mountains? I, condensation. It's it's like so per- it's so perfect. What are the chances that they uh, reference I, lenticular clouds in Sex and the City? That's oh what gosh. I was wondering. Well, listen, in the last episode that we did, we our friend Mark, who's an actor, he talked about like the character he would be if it was on Sex and the City. Then we watched the episode, and it was a dude with a southern accent that wanted to be in a relationship with Samantha, and that's exactly what he described before. And not only that. But he knew the actor that got it and he was texting back and forth with them. And it was the craziest coincidence. Called so shot. I, I feel like this could be. This is going to be, be about meteorologists. Yeah. What's really the description be? of the episode? It's well, it's called cock-a-doodle-doo, okay. which maybe it's about. a doodle doo oh Already that's like the morning sun coming up. There's oh, weather. Co- huh? Oh, cock-a-doodle-doo. Like do. <laughs> Maybe it's like dew point. Yeah. Yeah. That's your dew point. It says Carrie and Samantha deal with noisy neighbors. Miranda spheres take out lady laughs. Oh my at her God. Noisy neighbors. Alone. Noisy oh, neighbors. Go. That's the story of my life. All right. Well, well I am the noisy neighbor. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, let's go watch the episode, and then will you talk about your, if you want to, when we come back, maybe faster you can talk about your landlord yeah, or yeah. whatever happens. It's not a landlord. It's the one right below me. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. We're going to have some noisy neighbor talk. Oof. Perfect. That would be right, a cool. great segue. All right, uh, we'll be back. Let's go watch it. Bye. Bye. Episode 48, Cock-a-doodle-doo. Carrie meets with Big for the first time since his marriage ended. Miranda gets frustrated when she thinks the Chinese takeout girl is mocking her stay-at-home lifestyle. Charlotte moves back into her old apartment and gets an uplifting visit from Trey in the middle of the night. Samantha feuds with the raucous transsexual prostitutes who conduct their business outside her apartment at 2 in the morning. And now, back to the boys. And we are back. a doodle do. How you doing, roosters? <laughs> what is it? Chickens, as Carrie would call them. Wow. I here they come to snuff the rooster. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know he ain't gonna die. Oh, that's a Allison Chains. Yeah. The rooster. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Any chain heads I'm out there? Not familiar with that. Really? <laughs> nope. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll have to bring yeah, that one. We'll have that's to bring actually that a tune I recognize. It's, I don't recognize many tunes. John I, doesn't recognize many tunes. I recognize that one. Would All you right. say that you? Would you say that you're up on music and you're you know your tunes? Okay, how up? Like I don't know. Past like couple weeks. Not past couple weeks. Oh, <laughs> past couple weeks like, is too up. Yeah. No, let's say like past couple years. Okay. And then let's go. I don't know. I mean that 20, song's what 95, 94? Yeah, that that song's mid nineties. Yeah, so that song that song's like a twenty five year old song. You weren't even <laughs> yeah. alive then. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. John, can you give us a rundown of this app? I feel like there was so much going on. There was a lot that went on. I'm gonna try my best. Um. <laughs> the through line was uh um the problem isn't them. 
Is it us? If the problem's not them, is it us? It's kind of Carrie reflecting on the last season, if you will. Yeah. yeah um, we said that this is our big season fight between her and Miranda because they ran into Steve and Aiden. Shout out Steve talk coming back. Oh, Steve. <laughs> um, and uh, they got in a little fight because uh, Miranda said that Kara is being pathetic, needy, and insecure, uh, playing the victim. Carrie snapped back saying Miranda is so judgmental and uh, yells. So they got in a little fight over that. Um, Carrie also ran into Big again, or Big called her, and they got they uh, got together uh, at the boathouse. Where was that place? Yeah, uh, Central, Central Park. Basin, Central Central Park, Park. Boat Basin, yeah. Trey and Not uh, crazily overpriced there. Just, Trey just and saying. Charlotte really kind of flushed things out with what happened with their relationship. He kind of realized he never lo- never really wanted to marry her, but just thought that he should be married after mm. he after he they gave it to her. Yeah, they did it. Oh yeah, they got back. finally. And they lastly, got back and Samantha um, laid the tray. Samantha was getting a little bit of some beef with some transsexual. Uh, individuals outside of her apartment which mm. pre-op uh yeah pre-op transsexuals and um that was an interesting that was an interesting uh little thing she got a little upset with them and then they uh made up and had a party at the end so like pretty disjointed episode i guess like everyone There's like a lot of stuff going on kind of i would say seen down there like reflecting their lives examining whether like their problems are their own or others a lot of stuff going on. i don't know it was a weird episode we'll talk about it there was that there was roosters is this an unplugged version oh there it is that's not unplugged (laughs) that's jerry cantrell and lane staley Jerry Cantrell, Kim Cantrell's uh, Kim, brother. Kim Cantrell's Kim, brother, brother, Jerry Cantrell. Jerry Cantrell. Who, guys, look up Alice in Chains and listen to The Rooster. Just <laughs> what a 90s grunge powerhouse song. They, All right, uh, let's dig in. So I, I will, the, here's before, because now I'm already anticipating your score, which it's not about the score, it's about the journey, which we're happy to be on. That's, That's right, true. man. But I will say this. I tell think, that to an Olympic athlete, though. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it is about the journey with an Olympic athlete. Journey before destination. Shout out to Wave King fans. <laughs> The one one of you that is listening. Is that another 90s? I don't know. You don't know Wave King? Wave King's such a good grunge man. Okay, I would say this. With the episode, there was a lot going on, but I think that there was a maturity in the writing for it not to just be like, we're talking about one thing. Here's the thing. You so think the, that writing was mature? Well, and also, All those transsexual jokes. That I'm were not. Really the, we're talking about talk different. About that. <laughs> different yeah, times have changed. That Absolutely. is definitely the acts. The different like cultural references through oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The two like within two minutes there is like a the woman the woman who is like. They're roosters. I'm not going to use an accent. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the the yeah. there's an Indian woman. Yeah, there were like was two yeah. two Asian references. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, that was fast. And, yeah, yeah. Well, it is funny because there, and we've talked about it a bunch before, but it's like everybody that loves the show will say they're like, there's like complicated things with like the way it's aged. I would say this one would probably probably win the award for like least least well aged. And most age. This would win like the most. Yeah. This would win like the 2011 full-bodied Merlot 
Most <laughs> aged. I would love oak to barrel. Taste. Love oak to barrel taste. from wherever Merlots are from. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, France. from lots of places. I would say, but don't the, get them from the California. The first thing that stri- strikes me is like, I bet at the time they were like, it'll be great to like go to Meatpacking District and and then like have these characters that are in the Meatpacking District. But it was like, I. It, uh, What's that rule? What's the rule about like if you're if every single scene, if if the character, uh, if the female character is just there to support oh, the male character, the, what's it uh, called? The Benchel test. The yeah, yes. The ben, is it Benchel? Be- I think it's Bechtel or Benchel. Is it the bechamel sauce? The be- I think the it's be- the bechamel sauce, which the, is a cream sauce. The, the that's in cooking. Sorry. No, I think it's the Benchel test. So yeah. whatever yeah, I think the it's test, the carbonara test. The, whatever that test is, it's like you can, and this will tie back to one of my other notes. But it's like if a female character is just there, and you know nothing about them, they're just there for like just be like go get them, and then the guy achieves his dreams. And it's really funny that watching this sometimes it can be annoying to like process everything and be like, is this person support or they're a fully developed character? But those characters were clearly there. Like we barely know their names. Anything about them is just like, we've got some transsexuals on there and they're sassy yeah. and they're goofy. And you know what? There's a little more going on. And the Bechdel test, it's either Bechdel or Bechdel Wallace test. Okay. But it's a measure of the representation of women in fiction. Yes. Yeah. And there so, go. and, and nice. what nice. I think is Good kind pull. of funny about that, which I wrote this earlier <clears throat> is the manic, pixie dream girl is definitely part of that and like garden state are these different characters that are like yeah they're just there so that zach braff can be like whoa you're a little wacky i love you and you're Mm -hmm. like what the fuck is natalie in that movie and there's something to steve that is a little bit manic trick pixie dream boy i wrote that down and showed (laughs) it you showed it to me when we were watching there is something about him that he's just this perfect guy that i bet so many girls are in love with but it's like what if there's this guy who he all he is is a bartender. He's just a good guy. He's always just doing his thing. He's always the, yeah. and he's got some, some crunchy noodles. He yeah. needs help with. There's something about him that's like too perfect. That's like that he doesn't strike me as real all the time. That's why they gave him sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Thick, thick ass sideburns. Oh, thick. you don't like you're coming down um, against the that burns, was huh? A note of mine. Let's, what's oh my side? gosh! Why? What was your just note? Just Steve sideburns. <laughs> Wait. Singular sideburn. You don't, know you're not feeling them much. No, I was just there. So, my eyes were drawn to them, even when he do was you, ta- talking about the crunchies. I was you, like, <laughs> sideburn. Do you think that was a moment of the time? Because this would have been late '90s, early 2000s. That was a more sideburn sure. time than we are mm-hmm. in now. I that it instantly made me think. Oh, okay. Everyone must have had sideburns then. <laughs> you know what's interesting like, as well? Is a statement. While we were watching the show, I I almost wanted to ask you to be like, hey, because like. For the listeners out there, you're wearing some very cool, very stylish. I think those are lady. velvet. Are those velvet pants? Yeah, you and know. they've got they've got gold. They're black with gold stars all over them. Can't they're very, my clogs. they're very cool. And you got some Dansko clogs. Those Danskos. Support yeah, first. Some Dansko clogs. Only second. I feel like we're back in a clog. We're back in a clog time now. And so, so you got you have a cool stylish outfit mm-hmm. on. So I was going to be like notice some outfits and i love them what you notice with steve sideburns that's an outfit yeah that's for outfit. sure yeah. i mean that's i'm rethinking my own yeah. if he if he shaved his sideburns he could collect all that and then knit a nice sweater Ooh, it's a nice between ooh, his sideburns and his chest hair he yeah. could have a nice sweater going but yeah you, right now steve passes the sideburn test but he doesn't pass the bechtel test <laughs> <laughs> no 
<laughs> but you're right. He is a little bit of a manic pixie dream boy. But that's kind of... There's part of where I feel like Miranda deserves that a little bit. She might need that to get out of her... her. Miranda's like more rigid. Where Zach Braff, like I felt like needed... Zach Braff in in garden state needs like an ass kicking like, and he get and he gets like a gentle ass kicking from Natalie Portman to get him out of his funk. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Also in, if you're ever in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, there's a restaurant mm-hmm. called C it's a Thai restaurant. Uh-huh. It might be called C too. S E A. It's on North uh, six. Yes. C. It's, it's across from where, uh, it's on North six right off of Bedford, but there's an, it's, it's been there forever for like 15 years. And that is in garden state when Zach Braff is the waiter in that like douchey restaurant in LA. That's it. They filmed that at sea time. Oh, That's funny. There you, there, go. You go. there you go. A little film knowledge for you. Huh. Well, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right. We definitely had, this is definitely their most diverse episode and, a swing and a few misses. A few misses as far as how this is aged. Absolutely. I think they were definitely like, why would we waste having an Indian doctor when we can just be like, can you, can you just yeah. do even, the, even the, thing how do your parents thought? Like it's, it's pretty cringy. Yeah. And the, the, the server. What would have been the solution though for the restaurant scene? Like, of the like, server? Of yeah, the, yeah. Well, what's the I mean, solution? Maybe not scream. She was like screaming. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. There's a it was weird really playing the stereotype. It was playing the stereotype. Yeah. So like I've heard this this episode reference before where there's like, oh, there's the episode that's like a very New York thing where um Miranda's takeout restaurant knows her like Yeah. She realizes that her takeout restaurant knows her. Yeah. yeah. And that's like very New York. Yeah, Domino's it, knows my order. Really? Oh yeah. From the pineapple tracker? bacon. Wow. What is it? Pepperoni, bacon, jalapeno, pineapple. Double sauce? Pineapple. No pineapple. Way. You get it's extra the best sauce? Pizza. It's, I it's, always wondered who, wait, what is it? who Pepper- loved pineapple. It's the best. Pizza. Pizza. I don't love pineapple on pizza, but I'd love it on that pizza. Ooh. So I do love pineapple on pizza. Wow. Okay. It's the best pizza. It's I had Domino's last week out for a cheat day and it fucked up. Dude, six it days straight, I fucked me up. I went, every time I have Domino's, it, like on the a, bowels, it, everything, I felt everything. everything. I felt yeah. wow. I had headaches I did, for two days. Yeah, I, did that. I feel. I had it last night because uh-huh. I did my my cheat day. We're doing the same diet. It's no big deal, uh, and I I feel like I'm gonna die right now. I'm I looking think, at you smiling, but inside I'm a dead. Okay. I'm dead. I mean, I'm coming back from a lot. I had, I had food poisoning twice in ten oh, days. Oh no! What happened? Ten days. What would it? Ha- what happened? But well, the second time was at Pizza Beach. Like oh, Pizza Beach. Beach in the Lower East Side. Oh my God! You got food poisoning there. Mm, Shout well, out to Pizza yeah, Beach. Yeah, I know. Pizza Beach. Shit. Shout out to yeah. Pizza Beach. I mean, cook okay. your shit. I mean, I was like, like hey. the yeah, I was like that pervert who got a pizza without red sauce. That's my fault. <laughs> I don't feel like that's your fault. I do um, think that's perverted, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you're not in a real Italian place, you gotta get like a. You can't get a yeah. white pizza. Try pepperoni, bacon, jalapeno, pineapple. Okay. And you know what? Here's, okay. another, here's another great thing. Is all lot, of those yeah. are very easy to take off. So if you That's don't true. like pineapple, you can take them off. I'll say if you this. Don't like, hold on, Corey. Okay. If you, don't, <laughs> if you don't like jalapenos, you can take them off and still have a fantastic okay. slice of pizza. Go ahead. Can I go? Noted. Cool. Um, no, no, no. I also saw Corey drink honey straight from the carton today. This is true. John and I, before this podcast, uh, you you got here and John. Crasdales, I, not, uh-huh. not. 
Wait, wait, also, honey in a carton. Uh, this carton. Oh, <laughs> this he was literally. Oh my god, I thought that was this. whiskey. No, nope. this is Costco honey, and he was, he was walking out of Costco chugging this. John and I exited Costco. I took the wow. label off. John and I were in a conversation at real estate, and I turned it up like it was a thing of malt liquor, and I just started guzzling honey from it, and didn't miss a beat. And John just started laughing. I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just." It was the honey. most hardcore thing I've ever seen okay? in my life. I'm fine. Listen, yeah. I've got honey producers in my family. We talked about it earlier <laughs> yes, on the podcast. You, you I really I will go ham on some honey. I love honey. Honey, here's a here's a fun honey fact. We got it back uh-huh. to the episode, but honey. Honey fact. Hun, thank you. Honey fact for this episode never spoils. Honey is the one food that will never spoil. Honey, honey fact. Okay. <laughs> and now we're back. Sex in the city. <laughs> Sex in the city. Oh man. We've covered some ground. All yeah. right. So, so yeah. Ep- so episodes a little all over the place doesn't age well, but I will say just I'm- like this conversation, it's going to be all over the place. Like, yeah. like the episode. It's true. That's very true. I mean, Bechtel test, transsexuals and sideburns, sideburns, but I kind of feel like they went so many places in the episode. Oh yeah. Emotionally, I- the emotions were there. Everybody had an emotional you had an emotional connection to each character, maybe minus Kim Cattrall, but like you kind of never do. But, but there were, to me, there wasn't like any emotional performances. Like okay, there wasn't. Okay, let's. Okay, let's unpack let's that. How do you in. not? How do you not put the Carrie Miranda fight as one of the great scenes of this that, episode? That okay, was, that I was, think I, apo- I want to apologize. I was thinking like I was thinking between like all of the guys, like uh, like. Charlotte and Trey, they kind of like laughed about it. They were in like a mature place where they could like realistically talk about the relationship where like no one was screaming or getting hurt or crying. They were just like, they would like reached the point where they could actually discuss it. Same thing with Carrie and Big. Same thing with Miranda and Steve. It wasn't like the episodes in the past where we've seen like Miranda get hurt by Steve and cry. I know, and, and I also, before we go further, I want to frame this real quick where this is the final episode of the season. And a lot of times it's what it's the most intense season, but it's also, I don't know how they wrote this show, but if you look at a lot of other shows like the wire, the Sopranos might've been this too. The episode before is always the the penultimate episode is always the one where things are super high. If you think about it, Carrie got mugged last episode. Mm. This episode is, is the tie up episode for the season. So like, if you think about it, no one's going to see sex in the city for four or five months after this. Yeah. So they got to tie. So they got to They got to cool down some things. They got to tie up some loose ends. You got to end your season. That's what happened with Breaking Bad. TV fact. This (laughs) third to last was the TV after, and then they had the two episodes of epilogue. But let's we got to go one by one with these things to get into the scenes. Can we first go to Miranda and Carrie the fight? The fight. And I would like Katie. What was that like for you to watch? Were you invested? Did okay. you think they were both being stupid? Yeah. Or were you like, okay, this is like That's a, good a friendship? I mean, I'm looking at it from a stupid perspective because I haven't seen I don't know enough about their relationship. Okay. So I'm looking at it, comparing it to my own life. But that, that's- and being like, okay, I, I would never fight with my friend like that, first mm. of all. It okay. just didn't seem realistic. It seemed mm. super petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, you- just... They both were giving each other the worst advice. Mm. So you said that when we were watching it. Explain what you mean by that. I mean, if you're trying to get someone to um, realize what's going on in their relationship or the whatever poor decision they're making, never call them insecure. Yeah. Mm. 
That's why, like why the not? big no-no. Why wouldn't you do that? Because automatically someone's just going to get really defensive yeah. and they're not going to like be rational. Someone. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I just think don't use that word with girls, especially in relationships. They're probably insecure to begin with. Mm. And so that's just knocking them down even more. Mm. Yeah. I will say they may not have been giving the best advice, but as far as them as characters, they definitely slung some like actual hurtful things. Oh yeah. yeah. So the stakes were there like watching it. Cause you were just like, man, they're like fucking, they're, they're being legitimately hurtful to one another, which See, is yeah. painful to watch. I, have you, I don't know if, I don't think Miranda was in the wrong yeah, but At all. that doesn't. Yeah, you can. That you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. I but don't Kevin, think she was not, an asshole not, either. Explain what that's from, Kevin. That's from the Big Lebowski. Have, we've had that conversation multiple not times, wrong, and it's a, it's actually a really, really, really great thing that it I is. think of all the time because it is true in the Big Lebowski. He's, so he's how like, was, am I wrong? How was Miranda? I mean, so I don't think Miranda was gentle, but I think she was also like. She's at wit's end with Carrie and Big. How else can she? I disagree with you totally, and I usually like your advice, but here's why. Because Miranda is, <laughs> because. Are you calling John insecure? Because <laughs> don't no, do that. No, because usually. Bro, I will walk out of this thrift store right now. <laughs> I will walk out and I will not call you. I will order Chinese food and hang up. I will check my voice. And then I will and go be like, share noodles and hot and sour soup with Steve. They got pretty good. There's no voicemail from John. Oh, it's because my mailbox has been full for two years. <laughs> You're one okay. of those persons. Okay, yeah. continue. Oh. But this is what I would say. Advice is that, from a person that doesn't clear their mailbox. Go ahead. <laughs> is that a lot of the times what you get annoyed with with Carrie or different characters are things that they did. In this case, you're getting annoyed with Miranda's advice for her speculating on what will happen. So she has not given Carrie an option to go have lunch with him. Okay. She's First just, of all, Carrie flat out lied to Miranda. And then and she then, took it back. Okay, that's fine. That's still a rocky start to the Wait, situation. Explain to me the real, same thing. Ex <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Hold, lied. Back. hold on. Pause uh, real yeah, quick. How, what Mar was the lie? Miranda, I forgot. Miranda asked if she could go to an art exhibit with Carrie on Saturday during the day. Right. And Carrie's like, no, I have something. I forgot what she I said. I have work or something. I have work. She, she was going out with Big, which she knew she, she shouldn't be doing, so she felt bad about it and lied. And then she's like, e, I lied. And Miranda's like, why'd you lie? And she's like, e, because I'm going to go have Big, go be meet up with Big, this yeah. person that's not only ruined my life, but pretty much destroyed all my friendships because I can't stop talking to him because he's such a horrible person and I act like a freak when I'm with him. And all she's saying is like, don't do that. Why are you doing that? What, what inside of you makes you think that that's a good idea? Which I will say, I read an article about people in, I think I was thinking about Carrie or something. There was an article that was talking about when people are in relationships like that, it's stressful on their friends. Like they're like, it's stressful on their life, but it's very stressful on their supporting friendships. Dude, all we've talked about is how Carrie just hijacks every single situation to tell her friends how miserable she is about big. Like, I'm sorry, Miranda had an obligation to tell her not to do that. And then Carrie, of course, freaked out and started labeling Miranda. I don't know. What'd she say about Miranda? I forget. She said she was like judgmental and mean and yelling. Which she did say she was judgmental, which there is some truth in that. There is some. There a is good some... friend doesn't judge. Yeah. Wait, like I... that. I, I mean, she could have approached it differently. She could have been like, you know, the classic, is it worth it? 
Let me work it. Pop. Let me work yeah. it. Ding dong, flip it and reverse it. Reverse it. it. It's your Yeah. Let me search it. Ah, thank you. Finally, something from when I was alive. Ooh, that hurts. That hurts. That hurt. That was rough. Anyway, continue. Yeah, but as a girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only one. I would not have been having that. I would have kept doing what I was doing and I would have like gone even further out mm. of spite. Oh, like you, like Carrie, like you. Yeah. Would have, okay. Like, yeah, I, this is, this is why I have, I have had friends recently in those situations. Yeah. I've had friends. I've been in that situation. And the thing is, is like the people that do what Miranda did immediately get cut out of your life, not actively, but just passively, you just like, yeah. if you look at your friend, then you just look at your phone and you're like, here's the person that I would like to connect with on this. And usually it's not the people that are just lying to you that are like, that person's great. They right. treat you great. It's usually the person that you're like, fuck. Like, yeah, I know I can't talk to my sister about this because she's, I mean, I talked about it in my show, but like when I was on off in my relationship, I went to my sister because I'm like, there's no judgments there. But she wasn't like, you're being so smart. You're being so, she would. Yeah. And and so I think the way that Miranda goes about it <clears throat> is just the, she's right. But it's like, okay, that's why she's going to go talk to Samantha or or Charlotte about that instead of Miranda because it's like, cool, they all agree on the same things, but they approach yeah. it differently. And the way Miranda does it will isolate her from Carrie, whether she likes it or not. Mm -hmm. I think the hard thing is that it's, I think you're absolutely right. It'll isolate her. The hard thing is, and I, who knows how this show ends up. We kind of know, but like, <laughs> it's going to play out. This isn't like in life. It'll play out. However it needs to play out. Mm -hmm. Whether, whether if big and Carrie were like in our circles, we'd be so lucky. But also, <laughs> but also like that It'd be easier to get them on the podcast. Yeah. We could get them here. We could talk about like what was happening when you fell in the lake. So but, why the color red? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But, Psycho. but yeah, it's going to play out however it's going to play out. And you're right. You just kind of choose the people along the way where you're like, yeah. I want to talk to this person that's going to support me or I can handle this level of truth. So that I'll talk to this person, which is why maybe she would talk to like a Samantha or someone like that. Who's going to be like, honey, you know what he's going to do, yeah, but I, at I, least it would, she, but I, but also I think what's interesting is you've seen earlier, I think in this season, Carrie and Miranda had that one. Miranda's the first person that Carrie said, I'm cheating with big. Yeah. So it's revisiting their conversation mid season where she's saying that's the first person she broke the news to. What did Miranda yeah. say back then? Uh, Carrie started, Carrie said, I think Carrie was like, I need to tell you two things. I'm smoking again and I'm sleeping with big. Yeah. I mean, and then I, Miranda, I think wasn't super judgmental, but was just like, okay, but she wasn't supportive. So this is that coming. She's like, you got to stop. I think she might have said that. Did yeah. she? She might have said that earlier. I, I, I think. I think what frustrates two things is is Carrie bugs me because she's the type of person that probably journals about how much she values having a friend like Miranda because she's reasonable and she can always talk to, <laughs> and then she never listens to her advice like that. That's just like don't have a friend like that. Like yeah. listen to Miranda. Yeah. You you have her in your life because she's your smart, reasonable friend yeah. that can challenge you. She never does. Second, her relationship with Big is not just a bad relationship. It's a chaotic mess mm. that is destructive to her and people around her. And she needs to run away from that relationship as fast as she can. Wait, 
Okay, keep going. Gary does. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it is. Or hurt. just not talk about it with her friends. Yeah. Easy solution. Yeah. Or <laughs> easy solution. Run you can problem. be as like destructive as you want, but like just don't take it out. But it's with like your ruining marriages. It's or, like hurting your yeah. it's hurting Aiden. It's like hurting you. It's just it's ruining your friendships. It is a relationship that's so chaotic that you have to immediately lie about it when someone is asking you about it. Right. That's probably a good indicator that you shouldn't be in that relationship. Let me ask you a question. Oh, sometimes those ones are so fun. So fun. Ah, dude. Poison, man. <laughs> and poison. only talk to the friends that you know will give you the right advice. Yeah, exactly. And like, just those people I aren't agree. friends. They're called enablers. <laughs> Miranda may say this and she's a great friend, but I'm going to go to the other friend. Who of course. I, I want to so flip something real quick. So Carrie, you, you were like, Carrie's the person that journals about how Miranda's such a great friend, but she never takes her thing. What do Miranda's journals say? When Miranda <laughs> sits down to journal after a long day of lawyering, what are her journals? Or first, when she first of all, or she, when she gets up in the morning to journal, she, she has some coffee and she journals with her cat. She journal. What's so weird about Miranda is she journals in Microsoft Excel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fill this cell before I go to um, court today. I I feel like as someone who journals most mornings. Mm. <laughs> I feel like You're dream journal <laughs> journaler. I do feel like I feel like Miranda would like commit to being like I'm gonna journal every morning for three months, and every morning she's like, "What? What is this helping? Helping?" Yeah. And then she gets to the end of three months, she's like, "Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't progress me in any way. Mm -hmm. I could have been using my time in a better way." Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she would have a few insights, but then she would be like, "It wasn't it wasn't a hundred percent worth my time." Yeah. I feel like what was more worth my time. I feel like Miranda is the kind of person that would try not over and over, but she'd try like three or four times in her life to get into meditation and it would I never work because it would, and it would that. stress her out more. Cause she'd be like, oh, I tried to get into meditation cause someone told me I need to do it. And I can't do it, mm -hmm. <laughs> but she would, it would, it would work in reverse for her. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be like, I knew it was stupid. And this only proves exactly. That it was stupid. Exactly. Do you journal? I used to nature journal. What's a like, nature I journal? I knew the sunrise sunset every day. I knew Bro, the wind you like Science journal. I, Science no, was, journal. Yeah. It was more just to like notice like, oh my God, there's like a little bit more dirt on the sidewalk than there was yesterday. Wait, when did you do this? At what time this in your was life? From like 10th grade okay. of high school uh -huh. until senior year, freshman year. But then it got very hard to keep up. The wind direction was confusing in Boston. <laughs> the sunset was not always one minute l longer than the day before. Oh, it was that tough. is so funny. That's so interesting. Was no. there was it helpful? Was there any looking back at it now? Was there anything that you benefited from that you? Oh like, yeah, I mean it's like it's kind of meditative in yeah. the same sense that you're more aware. You're able to slow down and notice random things like. Yeah. Uh, squirrel that's a little slower than the other squirrels or, yeah you know maybe it awakens the, you to your surroundings yeah in a good way gets you out oh, of your yeah. head because so, you'd would, read it and you'd be so disinterested like this stuff is just yeah what was your process for doing that like you would go outside and write down what was happening or how would that it happen? was at the end of the day Gotcha. So before I went to bed, oh, you I'd, I'd process I random things, like something that stuck with me. Mm, that's and cool. And then I just like, it, it could literally be like this one branch yeah. that like had like crossed my path and the whole paragraph would be about it. That is it super cool. It was mostly cool. like the moon phase in the, in the corner. I'd have moon phase, sunrise, sunset, wind direction, temperature. 
Yeah. That's awesome. That's that really is, cool. That's a journaling that I could get behind. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that would be a John Sieber journal. Absolutely. So my, journals, my journal is just uh, like, oh, like what the fuck? <laughs> Why? You know what's what? How mine is so much that it's just it's just vomit. It's like so much word vomit. But then what's but crazy it, it stays is, in my head. If I get it out, then I'm like, ah, yeah. it's do, you, over. do you know what would be really so, funny? Go, sorry, sorry, you go. You go yours. The first. only thing I was going to say is <laughs> Kevin and I did this <laughs> I'm thing. Excited. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. But do Kevin, it. Kevin and I did this thing called the artist way, which is this. It's this workbook. It's the best for artists. It's actually great. It's it's how the book Eat, Pray, Love got written. Treating yourself <gasps> like a precious object will, will make, make you, you strong. strong. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, listen. Define how to go about that. I will tell you that I had that taped to a mirror in my apartment for a year. Oh, oh man. I'm wow. turning wow. red now. Dude. So, yeah, okay. so I'm cleaning it. My wife's going face. through it right now. I'm legit it's great. blushing. I, will, I am too. I'm legit blushing. It's yeah, not your the red face wine. is as red as that microphone. Hold on. Baptize yourself quick, every morning. <laughs> there's, there's definitely that. But it'd be like baptize yourself in kindness and understand your own creative power. But like, so, so the thing that. But so I was, I'm cleaning out a storage. I have, I have like a bunch of stuff in storage and I today started to like go through to clean that out, to move into this apartment. And, um, and I found this thing that was an artist way thing. And it's, it's called, it's called make a God jar where you have to like write out your concerns and then put them in this jar and be like, something will take care of these things. And what's funny is there's a video project. It's a short film that I shot with a couple of people years ago. And every, I'm always like, I got to freaking finish this thing. And that always comes out in the journals. And when I was cleaning out my storage shed today, I found my artist way God jar. And I pull, I was like, what is oh. in this? And I pulled out all the things I'd written. Oh my gosh. I can't believe the world is hearing this story now. And, uh, and it was, it was that video that's been like three years in the making, this short film. And I was like, oh, I'm editing that two days from now. Oh, that's but so that, cool. But it's, uh, but the whole point is that every day I just, you vomit out those same things. Whereas like you're writing the moon phases. Why am I not just writing the direction of the wind all the time? I mean, time? I don't care if anyone sees it too. It's yeah, like exactly. And now I just told everybody secrets. about my like writing out I, about my dreams. I like that. And, I'm glad I that you showed that. I, hey, uh, listeners. We're clearly we're big into different diets. We're big into different emotional health things. Mm -hmm. So like, hey. let's get, we'll figure out a segment for that. We'll say all the different programs. Yeah. We do, Cause I feel like we're always all on three oh, yeah. different programs. Yeah. You oh, guys yeah. are on the same diet. I'm not on that diet right now, but I have, I'm, I, but we've been on the same diet before. Come on board. I was thinking that it would be really funny if in an episode of sex and the city, we could see how all the girls like you know carrie does her journaling that's in every episode if we could see samantha's version of her writing down <laughs> notes if we could see miranda's if we could see charlotte's i'd love that it'd be really funny um, anyway, hey, speaking of speaking of samantha she lives in the meatpacking district and pays seven thousand dollars a month for rent in the year 1999 or 2000 so that is yes. what no yeah. way she said how that she was like seven thousand because she has these these pre-op yeah. transsexuals yelling outside her window that she's so mad about. She also That's drew, did you hear when she said something about dark circles and she was referring to their assholes? No. What? No. I, I mean, no. she did say, she's like, you guys know about dark circles unless the, I'm putting the thing <laughs> I on that. But I'm just meant, like... I thought that was more of a thing where it was like, hey... You're I'm a lady. Too. Your lady. Yeah. It was right after she made a bunch of like... We a bunch of assholes. Like, they kept on saying... What was the thing they were saying? Be up the ass. They kept on saying they did. They kept. Up they the did. Ass players. Are, 
these anal references prevalent? No, it's all no, in this. No, it was just episode. this one. Episode. And it's definitely like, huh? Like those just don't play great. Yeah. It's not even it's just like I can't even imagine that at the time being funny. It's like it's like a little too intense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I agree. like but but yeah, she it that was, whole storyline was very cringy for me. Yeah. It it was cringy and it didn't it it's weird because like it didn't it, it kind of goes into the we got an email you know about be cool this. is if those characters like were in all of season four and you like but I yeah, it, but chances they are be. they'll just be like it's their first time they'll probably never be seen again. But you're right, it would be really cool if somehow that was like a random character, a friendship, but um yeah, I feel like this kind of goes back. We got an email about this, but there's the one episode where Samantha dates that Samantha dates a black dude and his his sister is a chef who runs a soul food restaurant. And there's a whole thing where like Samantha is in black culture. Yeah. And it ends up being really weird and it doesn't age well. And there was a little bit of this where it's like Samantha is like relating with well, the transsexual guys, but like yeah. it it doesn't that whole thing like it's weird because it's like it's all on Samantha's terms the whole time, and I think yeah. that's the part that well, doesn't. They age always well. throw it at her because, but she's the character she's like that the is the least one. developed of the four too. That can just go into a situation and be, yeah. be sassy, but she's yeah. never treating even with her guys. She's like even her boyfriends are never fully formed. Even that right. one dude cool. that she was having sex that with hunk. when he was like a yeah, and we don't we didn't even get his hunk. name. I don't think power hunk. He was sweaty. So was. Very, very glistening. Yeah. That's one thing. The sweat ratio of oh. her to hunk. Uh-huh. No, no. Is, I got that's what, something no, only someone real. who took a no. nature journal could really recognize. Yes. No sideburns on Yeah, that's one moon phase to be written down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, we do something very special on this podcast. We do a podcast within a podcast. And today is a very Whoa. special day of uh, this podcast because it's the return of one of our favorite characters, Steve. It's a favorite time. All right, welcome to Steve Talk. This episode of Steve Talk is, it's going to be a solo episode. It's going to be Steve telling the barber how he likes his haircut and the sideburns. Mm. Well, but is it a solo episode? Because I feel like we got a barber right here. Oh, it's a double, it's a double play. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be Steve's barber? You want to be Steve's barber? All right. Okay. So he'll be playing Steve. Okay. You're the barber. And here's the Okay. Uh, Hey, uh. Uh, Frederico, um, so I'm going on a double date with my buddy Aiden. I hope it's only me and him and our dates. I'd hate to run into somebody else I don't want to run into. But just in case, I know you kind of see that I got a little facial hair here. And I don't know. What do you think I should do with it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should... Give you some burns. You mean burns on the side, Frederico? Yeah. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> oh, hey, I gotta say, I kind of like your attitude. You know, that's like, uh, that's really forward thinking. Just burn it to the ground. Like, I don't know if this new relationship's gonna work or not. I gotta say, my heart's really been put out there a lot lately, you know? Yeah, well, how do you think your hair feels? Oh. Think about that relationship. You mean like the hair to my face? The relationship between what's on your your cheek and the top of your head. 
Wow. I gotta maintain consistency. <laughs> I never even thought about that. That's a, wow, there's a reason you do what you do. I know. <laughs> Get those clippers out. I think it's ready for me and you to go to Haircut Town. <laughs> it's a Wow. Katie Dutrone bringing Katie Francisco geez. fully developed. We Francisco. might need to do Francisco is, is talk. Actually, oh, is Francisco actually a character? No. Oh, yeah. He is now. I mean, yeah. you. Francisco is fantastic. Francisco was sort of based on my barber, who uh, is, uh, his name is not Francisco, but his name is, uh, his name is Frederico, I think. And uh, I've been to him a few times and I feel like you just like upped him a million. <laughs> it was amazing. That was great. Get, can we cover? That's good. Can we? Can we? Sorry, <laughs> I'm in the moment. I think <laughs> that's good. Instead John, of John, being John like, I'm showing Kevin rating. how long we've got gone. That's good. That's good. Okay. What I want to know is we we got to cover because this is one of the biggest wrap ups that is wrapped up forever, which so is Trey and Charlotte. Yeah, and I don't Charlotte. know if we're gonna see Trey again. So basically, Trey and Charlotte. I don't know if you knew this, but they fell in love. Got engaged, got married. We're waiting until they were married to have sex, and then, then they got married, and they still didn't have sex. So you couldn't get it up. That's what they thought, and then he could, and it turned out, and and it was like an emotional ED. It was like a mental thing where he like couldn't get it up, and then tonight. So it's kind of it's kind of wild because I have sort of like a not a pet peeve. I do have a pet. It's not a pet peeve, but it's something that makes me sad. That like when the end of a relationship is there and then like <clears throat> what these, they were just so like bantery and like yeah. friendly. Happy. It made me really sad because A, it doesn't feel necessarily true to Trey's character. And it, I feel like maybe along the way he could have been written a little better because we, we, I always joked about how much I love Trey, even though I, I didn't, but it you was. You tried to start a Trey talk podcast within a podcast. Trey talk, it got canceled. Within it would just like be the you first, saying. Alrighty. Alrighty. <laughs> but there was something to their ending that it's like, oh, they finally did it. And it's like, oh, it's over anyway. But there was just something about that last scene that it was it was really good. But I don't know, there's something sad to it. Do too. you feel like it took the teeth out of Trey? And what I mean is like it made it to where it was like. I mean, I liked the honesty of him being mm-hmm. like, him being like, I don't know if I ever really wanted to get married. But I, but I really liked you and that's why I did it. And then, but then it kind of being like, there's something that feels, I don't know if it's cheap, but there's something that feels kind of like a little bit of like him being like, well, we finally had some real sex. Like there's something that feels a little cheap about that. There is, I will say him saying, I just didn't want to get married actually makes a lot of sense. Right. I could totally uh, probably, f- I would say late thirties, early forties. Yeah. That's kind of where a lot of the guys fall in this. Yeah. And he's very, he's like I mean, pretty he's successful because we're rich family uh-huh. money, but I, I, I can tell by the come over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, I, there's just something about that, that I was like, man, like, I guess that makes sense. I wish he was a little more fully developed or, along the way to be able to see that because he definitely was, it's like they wrote a great ending to a not great character. I see that. Yeah. I totally see hmm. that. I think he, I, I agree. I think he's a really good character because he is a character in the sense that 
it's Kyle McLaughlin playing this guy that's like all righty. Like he's he's got so many weird development, so much weird development going into him. And then you're right, it kind of is just so simple that it's over. And then Charlotte is like a little conflicted, but kind of okay. So I'm gonna come out with it. I, I don't think Trey was real. I think Trey was a figment of Charlotte's imagination this whole time. To get her over her fascination with being married? Yeah. I don't think that Trey was a real character. I think she made him up. And I don't know if any of the main other main characters really interact with her at all. With Trey? Yeah. Were they at? Oh, well, Carrie was at her wedding. It was just her. We, we literally think he's. We got to write this Trey. and put it on Reddit. I, I 100% yeah. think that Trey was made up. It was what you were talking there. Like he he was not flushed out. He was just kind of like what she thought she wanted. And she he was just. Uh, a device used for her to grow up a little bit, to level to, up. To kind of like shatter her illusions of a perfect marriage. Yes. That's why they never had sex. Mm. It's, he wasn't real. He didn't exist. You heard it here first. What if, what if it was, what if there actually, there was like some shot and there was like something that like every single time he that, went in front of a mirror, it was like gone. It, oh, <laughs> it's like when you watch Sixth Sense again, but you know the twist at the Spoiler end. Spoiler alert! Seen, I, I just said when you know uh, the twist at the end. I've I never seen say what Sense. happened. Well, so you good. should watch it now. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a twist. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. this a little bit more, but I I we just kind of thought that. Of that I don't think Trey was real. I think he was made up. I wow. I actually love that, and I feel like we need to go hard into that because I'll lean into that. It does lean in, Cheryl Sandborn. Do we know if he comes back? I, I, I can tell he doesn't because this is one of those shows that is before TV was perfected. And it doesn't mean that there can't be better TV shows. But like the writings on the wall, guys, his mother, his mother's name is Bunny. And the only thing that Charlotte ever hooked up with was the rabbit. It's just it's all there. It's all God. there. Gosh. And that was her. The last scene with her and, and Trey hooking up was just her, her with the rabbit. With the rabbit. Wow. The writings on the wall. Have anything to do with roosters too? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how yet. Bubble do uh Yeah, Trey's not real. I'm gonna see if that fan theory's out there anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All wow. right. Um, that being said, we I think we need to go and do our Cosmo rating. I, I feel like we missed a lot. We missed so, so much. There's in this episode. so much in this episode. So uh, one thing we do every episode is that we rate the episode one to five Cosmos. The Cosmo being the cocktail. So we rate it one to five Cosmos. You can do half Cosmos and quarter Cosmos. So think about either in everything you've seen in Sex and the City. Or just if you're looking at this, whatever, just rate it one to five. We'll give you a second to think. Yeah. Um, and we will. Katie, rate what it we think? Can we? Can I just throw one question at you that's yeah. on my notes, and I feel like throw we got to get to it. Throw it because at I her. feel like it's so outside of our thing. You said I wish I could have Carrie's volume. Her hair. Her hair. Okay. Did that's you think I meant her voice? No, <laughs> I didn't think that. But <clears throat> do you have any hair comments about about oh, that? I just as as a baba. <laughs> um <laughs> yes i really i was she, fascinated by it. i i think when i was younger i didn't like her hair mm -hmm. i really remember that i i think it was because my hair used to be really curly and wild mm -hmm. and you know you you want what you don't have and now yeah. i'm like 
so jealous of her hair because it's awesome. Yeah. Can I ask you another non-volume question? Okay. But can you do like a 30-second fashion rundown of this episode? Yes. Because we talked about it a little bit as we were watching Very. It. I was all around very impressed. Um, Things that stood out. Uh, well, Carrie dominated on every front of yeah. her outfits. Strong. Plunging necklines. Like, she obviously mm -hmm. knows she has great collarbones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, is... Also, I've never noticed her collarbones. I haven't. I'm yeah. Gonna have to, I'm going to have to remember mm -hmm. that. She's also just jacked. Yeah, so. she's jacked. And he, even when she's wearing a long sleeve shirt, it's very tight. So mm -hmm. you see the definition. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, even what she wore to her lunch was, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, not your normal lunch outfit. Yeah. Like that was just like sucked in. Um, let's think. Uh, yeah. Charlotte, they really just like frump her out until she... Until that final scene with Trey, mm -hmm. yeah. where she all of a sudden, like, even you made the comment, like, you're like, wow, everyone look, looks great. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think it was that moment that I was like, whoa, Charlotte just, like, took a turn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was really appropriate what she was wearing for that scene, like, that silky dress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and her hair was kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Tossled. Uh, windswept. <laughs> let's think let's think uh miranda any any fashion notes for her i mean she also has she has a similar uh chest area like build to uh, yeah, carrie true. so they wear similar outfits yeah also plunging um and then samantha samantha is just like playing into her character yeah. for every scene like, yeah <clears throat> little like dinky lingerie small tops then we got the rooftop and then we got and that rooftop, the rooftop scene. when carrie is using that offensive accent oh my gosh <laughs> yeah she's was totally like, just like that you're it's black not... i know what black yeah. is oh. I, see, I thought it was like puerto rican i couldn't tell but, yeah it was yeah, it was like it's one thing if she's good like at like having it like mocking them so on point but like she didn't sound anything like that girl. Yeah. Although I will say in that scene, Kim Cattrall is jacked. Stacked. Samantha, See, straight up Samantha is, I mean, all like of them. This for the whole season? Yeah, I don't they, remember. They all are in like incredible shape the whole time. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, we do, so, so our Cosmo rating, we're going to get to the Cosmo rating. Think about yours. Our Cosmo rating. You know what? For all of season three, we're at the last episode of season three. We'll do it. We'll do a season three wrap up. But our Cosmo rating for this whole season has been sponsored by Absolute Elix. Elix. Absolute Elix vodka. It's 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 the best vodka to drink on a roof at the end of a season. It's the best liquid to drink. Period. I would say period. Yeah. yeah. It's well, the best period, liquid to full drink. Full stop. Okay. It's the best thing you can put in your body. 100%. And yeah. if you guys are going to be 1, hanging on a rooftop, guess what? Right now, we're straight coming into spring. It's rooftop season. It's rooftop mm -hmm. season. Go to absoluteelix.com. Go to absolute.com. Look up Absolute Elix cocktails. Get some cocktails for your rooftop. Go to their Instagram. Go order some of their copper cups. They're beautiful. They're great. And Make you know some what? Mules on your roof. Make some cocktails. And drink that on a roof and send us a pic. Yeah. Send us a pic. Tag it. Send it. We'll send it to Absolute Elix. Mm -hmm. Do it. Yeah. Thank you, Absolute Elix. Thank you, Absolute Elix. Right. And we're doing our Cosmo rating. All right. So we'll count Let's down do a, ours. We'll do a you speed rating this time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Speed okay. rating. Speed rating. Um, Everybody get, you want to oh, count it down or you yeah. want to um, name them? Three. Three, two, two. one, 4.25. 4. Wow. What'd you, you say? say? 
4.5. I said 4.0. You said 4.25. I'm always right. higher. I'm gonna give him 4.0. Oh, points. We yeah. get specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah half yeah. and quarters. It was yeah. a good. It was a good episode. Um, but I think I don't know exactly how to describe what you were talking about, like the penultimate episode. But I feel like some of the air was let out of the tires compared to like what we saw previously. Um, it was like pretty easy to take down and digest. I did like having like those really nice civil conversations between Big and Carrie, between Trey and Charlotte, between um, Miranda and Steve. But Samantha's storyline was just so poor and like not great and cringy that I can't give it any higher than a 4.0. I give it a 4.25 because, and this is mainly because I thought you guys were going to give it that, and I was trying to get the same one. No. Um, I, I thought they were, you know, they were landing the plane, and I thought it was a smooth landing. And uh, it was not my favorite episode, but there was a lot there. I thought there was a lot of depth to the stories besides Samantha, but that's kind of always the case. And it was nice to, if the theme of this season was Rocky relationships in their different forms, it was actually really, really cool to see, uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit of denouement with each one of them with like, with Trey, the end of that. And with big, I, I don't know. It each had its own, like, all right, that's nice. And we've been through a lot of emotion with these people for the past season. So I thought it was really good. And at our wrap up, I'm just have to say it right now for you guys at a wrap up, we have to do a full on, we need to look at this season at all that happened. Cause I feel like it's been insane and we didn't even get to talk too much about carrying big and the red wall thing, which I feel like that is just, you couldn't talk about a bunch of stuff with that. So yeah, wow. uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, as always, I'm always like, eh, I could readjust. But 4.5 because I think we're at the end of a season. And we didn't get to talk about it because we went off on a lot of great different tangents. But um, there's a lot of things that happen. We didn't really even talk about the fact that Miranda and Carrie run into Aiden and Steve yeah, we on a double date. Aiden. That's Jeez. a huge right. thing that Aiden was there and they were on a date with other women. And he wasn't even giving her nothing. Yeah. yeah. No, he, she was like, she talked about Pete, his dog, all the stuff. Aiden gave her nothing. He which had like, some like pirate facial hair. He did. Yeah. He did give her something, which is attitude. A beautiful goatee. He yeah. did give her, he did give her that great Johnny Depp, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean goatee. Um, yeah, it so that happened, and then Samantha's storyline was definitely cringy. Um, it was definitely cringy, but <sighs> there's something where it's like it could have worked, it yeah. just aged poorly. I told Kevin during the episode, I was like, Man, I wish we would have had a Paris is Burning conversation. There's mm. a documentary called Paris is Burning about the, the gay black drag uh scene in the 1970s and early 80s in New York. Go watch so Paris interesting, so good. We'll it's do a Patreon on it where we discuss. We will Paris watch is Paris is Burning and do a Patreon <laughs> episode on it. Great, oh, yeah. it's such a great documentary. So, but that there's that there's uh, there's a ton that happened. Miranda and Steve at the restaurant, the Red Wall, Carrie and Big. I think as a final shout episode, out to Brian Jocks. Shout out to what? Brian Jocks. He wrote the Red Wall series. Shout out to Brian Jocks. Any young readers out there. There we go. Martin the Warrior. Yep. Mateo. All of those. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> fantasy novels, love them. So I think 
that being said, they crammed a lot on the last episode, and I think they did a good job. I mean, if you think about the fact that we saw Big again, we see Steve again, we see Aiden, you see all the guys, you you have you bring back the fight of Miranda and Carrie together, and and that was the first person you told Big about. They have a fight, they make up. There's a, they tied up a lot of loose ends. I think they did a good job. So four point five from me, Katie. I'm gonna have to. I was between. 4.0 and 4.25, but I'm going to go 4.25 okay. because of the, side the overall. Okay. Because I was so impressed with Carrie and like all their characters, like honestly the style too. Yeah. Like that's, mm. that was a huge winning point for me Yeah, that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. But there's so many different storylines that I thought were kind of like dated and yeah. like not realistic. One thing that kind of bothered me was that Carrie kept being at one moment she was laying on, on the bed and she was like, uh, I, I can dwell over a girl, not just a guy. Yeah. She said something or like my friend, but like, it's so ironic because the only reason she's fighting with her friend, the one time she's not talking about a guy is actually because of a guy. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. it's just, yeah. Exhausting. Yeah, it um, is. It truly and is. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. 4.25. 4.25. So we're all above a four, though. Yeah. You're a four. Yeah. I'd I say 4.01. I'd say that our average is like a 4.3 for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, guys, Katie, where can we find you on social media or just anywhere? <laughs> um, well, as we mentioned earlier, just that serious, seriously yesterday. That's seriously funny. yesterday. Yeah. yesterday. Huge, important weather updates. You know, I it's know great. you all are. It's great. Can we do a <laughs> can we do a Bradshaw boy? Can we do a collab? Throw it up there. Yeah. That'd let's be so a, fun. Let's do a collab. Yeah. Let's do that. Collab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what collab is. A I collaboration. Collaboration. Oh. <laughs> a collab. Bradshaw boys <laughs> weather vid. Collaboratory or like a collab. <laughs> yeah. Innovation uh, lab. Uh, also, hey guys, shout out to Weather Journals. Shout out to the Artist Way. Shout out, get, shout out to dude, Journaling in the morning. If we got fucking Julia Cameron, listen, on this Julia shit. Cameron. If you end up listening to this podcast, she wrote the Artist Way. We'd love to have you on. So. I want honestly anyone listening. If you've done the Artist Way, please <laughs> message us. Please also, do. go on iTunes and please give us or any of our places and rate us. But on iTunes, I feel like it's usually the most important mm -hmm. we got from our last episode. We got 14 different ratings, oh, which is awesome. Woo. We're wow. in the 200. We have nice. 209 five star ratings. Wow. Or, and then we have one two star rating. <laughs> Can we read that? Well, we don't have to now, but at some point we need to read that two star rating. <laughs> well, see. It, well, it's just a rating. It's not a. Do you think that was one of us at the Apple store going the, through the iPads and we accidentally slipped? Pressed it differently. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll say this. Please go. Seriously, please do go and rate the app, rate our podcast and comment on it. But if you really feel strongly about giving it a three or less, I'd say less than a three. If you want to give it a two or a one, Write a rating as to why you yeah. think that, and we'll read that on the Absolutely. Podcast. Yeah. We want to know why we're a two or under. Yeah. It's we're very not scared. interesting to us. We're not scared. <laughs> we'll take it into account. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, Fantastic. Katie. Thanks for having season, me. Season three. Season three. In the books. We'll do a review, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.
Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.